Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Local Legends New England. I'm your host, Kyle Newton, and tonight I bring you the exciting second half to the legend of Lake Winnipesaukee. If this is your first time, welcome, and be sure to go back to catch up on my last episode as we are halfway through the legend. For everyone else, thank you, and I hope you enjoy. Chief Manhattan's face reddened with his growing rage. He shoved the warrior out of his way and charged into the tribe. His tomahawk waved high in the air as his battle cry rang out across the land. Chief Manhattan's bare feet rumbled the very ground beneath him as he charged for the closed entrance of his own wigwam. Chief Manhattan threw open the wigwam's leathery entrance and froze in place at the sight of his daughter, Elakoya, embracing the stranger. Looking upon the rival young chief, Manhattan felt his tomahawk slip through his fingers. It landed in the grass with a soft thud. The sound caused Elakoya and her visitor to release one another. Father, you have returned, gasped Elakoya. Chief Manhattan cut a hand through the open air between he and his daughter. Not a word from you. Elakoya, you have betrayed me in the worst way. You bring the very enemy of our people to my wigwam. The young chief adjusted his eagle headdress and bowed before Chief Manhattan. I beg of you, do not blame your daughter for any treachery, he said. My name is Chief Kona, and I am to blame for all of this. I ask for your forgiveness. Chief Manhattan felt his legs tremble, but he refused to let his rival see him buckle. His fingers twitched in uncontrollable muscle spasms. And just what of this is your fault? he asked. What has brought you here? Young Chief Kona wasn't used to kneeling before others. His legs burned. He wished to stand. The reminder to match Elakoya's beauty with his bravery kept him in place. I come here asking for your daughter's hand in marriage, he announced. And I've heard of the bravery you demand for your daughter. Chief Manhattan shifted from one foot to the other. The young rival chief's words caused his body to tense. Sweat beaded his brow. He eyed his dropped tomahawk resting on the earthen floor. As he looked back up to the kneeling Chief Kona, he noticed Elakoya had somehow walked alongside him. She rested her thin fingers on Chief Kona's shoulder. Father, please, I ask that you listen to him, she stated. For me, your little fawn. Chief Manhattan's shoulders slumped at his daughter's request. He gnashed his teeth together. A burning ached in his chest. He refused to look Elakoya in the eye as he spoke. If not for you, he'd already be dead. Why should I listen to him? Isn't it enough I shall allow him to return home safely? 
Chief Inhattan waited for his daughter's response. Instead, he heard the deep voice of a rival chief. I have come to your tribe, fully aware of our two tribes and their history against one another. The stories of your daughter intoxicated me until I came here of my own strength, with no tomahawk, and bearing the ancestral great eagle headdress of my people. Chief Inhattan caught himself admiring such bravery. He shook his head to clear his wide-eyed expression. It was the type of courageous act he had yet to see from any of his warriors. The burning tension in his heart caused him to lean forward as he clutched at his chest. Refusing to let the young rival chief see his weakness, Chief Inhattan turned to the waving folds of his wigwam. The first thing he saw were dark storm clouds along the mountainside. That's when an idea crossed his mind. There is a bravery within you that is unmatched, I must admit. However, I cannot bring myself to accept your offer due to the tribe you are chief of. Elakoya felt tears swelling in her eyes. But, but father... Chief Inhattan continued speaking, only raising his voice to cut off his daughter's tearful protest. I can already tell my daughter and I would be at odds if I were to turn you away. So, I will make a deal for the young couple. Be wed in our traditional Winnipesogi fashion, and if the Great Spirit blesses you, Without a single drop of rain, you have my blessing. Young Chief Kona finally looked up from his knelt position. And if it does rain, he asked. Chief Inhattan took one last look at his young rival before stepping out of his wigwam. We sink your boat. Chief Inhattan then looked to his daughter and forced a crooked smile. Prepare yourselves. I must also go clean up, for my daughter is to be wed this day. Chief Inhattan took his leave, allowing the wigwam folds to snap in the wind behind him. Soon, Chief Inhattan's footsteps faded, leaving the young Elakoya and her guest alone once more. The young chieftain rose from his knelt position, refusing to show any pain in his stiff legs. He spoke up, mostly to distract himself from the aches. Is sink your boat a phrase your tribe uses often? He asked. Elakoya couldn't take her eyes off of where her father had just been standing. She shrugged. It's something like that. I suppose, she replied. Storm clouds stretched out across the valley. Chief Inhattan continued to watch the darkened skies draw closer as his tribe prepared for Elakoya's wedding. He'd take time to admire his daughter and the finest their tribe had to offer. The chief did this to distract how much he wished the great spirit 
would rush its growing storm. The wedding began without an issue. Dark clouds approached, but nothing happened. People still celebrated and cried with joy, unaware of exactly who Chief Manhattan's daughter was marrying. They watched Alakoya and young Chief Kona express their love through vows. They then blessed each other in their own traditions. As they did this, the storm clouds stretched out over them, but still no rain came. Chief Manhattan watched the clouds follow them from the Winnipesaukee wedding grounds to the big lake which divided both tribes. When they approached the water, a cool breeze picked up. Young Chieftain Kona aided Elakoya into a wooden canoe left in waiting for them. The forest around them darkened. Chief Manhattan ran his thumb over the head of his tomahawk resting at his waist. Another cold breeze picked up, muffling anything the young couple told one another. The clouds were at their darkest when young Chief Kona guided Elakoya onto the canoe. He pushed off the beachhead and joined his bride-to-be. As was tradition in the Winnipesaukee tribe, the husband was to row to the far side of the big lake along the Winnipesaukee side. Another chilly gust pushed the canoe along its path. They approached the center of the lake. By this point, back on land, Chief Manhattan was standing along the edge of the water, waiting to feel the first drops of rain. Instead, he felt a change in the wind. Chief Manhattan opened his eyes to observe the forest brightening all around him. Soon, whispers spread across the shoreline. People squinted or covered their eyes as they pointed across the big lake. Chief Manhattan turned his head in search for his daughter. When he did, a bright light shined down, forcing him to raise an open hand to the illumination. Above the big lake, clouds parted. A bright ray of sunlight shined down upon the couple as they made their way across. Here, it is most famously recorded, Chief Manhattan dropped to his knees. Tears stained his grinning cheeks as he cried out, This is a great omen. Here is the smile of the Great Spirit. Taking such a sight as a blessing of the Great Spirit, Chief Manhattan couldn't help but offer his own blessing to his daughter's unity. From then on, the people between the two tribes lived peacefully and became one. They shared the bounty of the Big Lake and named it after their tribe to honor the peace that came from the wedding of young Chief Kona and the beautiful Elakoya. And that was The Legend of Lake Winnipesaukee. Like what you heard? If so, be sure to follow my podcast so you can stay up to date on all the unexpected legends and creepy myths that I might find. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at LocalLegendsNE for fun, some pictures, and a few cool giveaways. Until next time, my name is Kyle Newton, and you have been listening to Local Legends New England.